0: Hi, my name is Alejandro Pérez Pérez, and this is the AI Coffee podcast. Every two weeks, you will have one disruptive aspect of technology and artificial intelligence for the time to drink a cup of coffee. This week, we are going to talk about visual visual recognition, a topic, a, a very interesting field that I think we have never talked in our podcast. For that, that, we have a very interesting guest. We have Pablo Blanco Poveda. Uh, Welcome, Pablo.
1: Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to be here.
0: Thank you for for being here, Pablo. Uh, I will present you a little bit before we start the conversation. So, Pablo Blanco Poveda is the regional director of Spain and Latin American countries at Vision, a company specialized in visual recognition with artificial intelligence. Um, Well, Pablo, uh, let's first talk a little bit about yourself, about your personal story uh, before we start talking about the the topic itself. So can you tell us a little bit your journey into the world of artificial intelligence?
1: Yes. So uh, honestly, it was totally unexpected. Uh, At some point I started uh, drawing my interest. uh, So I used to keep an eye on on the news and the new applications. But just from an amateur point of view, you know, uh, and I had the chance to to start working uh, in this company in Vision, uh, whose product is based in AI technology. So, so it's it, it, I didn't hesitate to start in this company. Uh, since then, my hobby is, is is like part of my daily routine. Uh, you know, I still like to be updated in AI technologies, uh, but some, sometimes it's even a little bit difficult uh, to be always on track. It's hard, but I try to do my best. Yeah.
0: It sounds that you are really passionate about artificial intelligence, and I agree uh, that it's sometimes complicated to 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 get in touch with so much information that we are not having right this year with ChatGPT exactly. uh, and all the rest. Um, but I mean, your domain or the domain uh, of the company you are working at. Um, is is quite old, actually. It's not like Generative Artificial Intelligence that it's mm, about a year. Uh, visual recognition, um, it's older than that. So why, I mean, were you more interested on, on visual recognition or uh, everything regarding AI, more or less, to also to understand better your point of view?
1: Yeah, no, honestly, it, for me, it was total, totally on plane like i didn't I never thought about uh, starting in in this uh, in this sector but uh, i don't know it, it's a hobby that I had and now now it's my job so i'm uh, i'm very happy with uh, with the actual situation yeah
0: yeah 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 really great really great Pablo um also when I was uh making a little research before having this conversation, I saw that you studied chemistry at university. Um, and I mean, it it is like a, I mean a, a big decision to change uh, the path you are studying the field. And even though I can imagine that there are many things in common, um, do you have any thoughts uh, of after this um, change of your career? Uh,
1: like like I said, it's not it's not so, it's not something planned that I planned. Uh, probably is not in, uh, in in isn't uh, somebody any plans like you start you start studying uh, when you're 18 and in, in those days uh, many things happen and you you don't know what you really want to do uh, I choose chemistry uh, which I quite like but uh, some opportunities arose so uh, new technology and especially AI are now are now uh, everywhere so. Um, uh, it was, it was a matter of luck, uh, an accident, actually, or destiny, as, as, you, as you want to call it. Uh, but it just happened, and, uh, and I started, uh, I had some knowledge as well, actually, and it helped. But uh, I don't know, I, I don't have uh, like too much time, to be honest. Uh, but this is what I do now, like, uh, I enjoy, and, uh, and it turned to be a tendency today. At every level. So for me, artificial intelligence now, it becomes to be like my life, you know?
0: Yes, I can imagine. You know, I, I studied physics, so I can understand oh. you a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that, um, I mean, and I don't regret uh, having studied physics because uh, it was really interesting to understand how the world was um, created. I mean, created uh, how everything worked, uh, how the rules of the universe, right? Everything about that, it was really interesting, and I think everything um, makes you uh, improve yourself, and also the knowledge is there. and And I can imagine that if you are able to understand, for example, in your case, a very complex uh, chem- chemistry uh, reaction or chemical reaction or whatever, um, I can imagine that it it also helps, even though there is a big distance, to maybe understand a very complex AI model because it's a very, a very abstract way of thinking and, and there is like many things in common. But um, do you think that you were, I mean, well, do you think that you, you arrived there more or less, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't planned at all, as you said, but do you yeah. think uh, that what you studied um, was uh, useful for you now?
1: Mm, not really, not really. My opinion, like now, uh, I'm working in artificial intelligence, yes but I'm more in the sales department. Like, I, I uh, my goal is to develop the market. So uh, so it's not really related with chemistry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like, um, it was good to study chemistry, uh, but it's not, it's not really related.
0: Mm-hmm. And let's connect also to the next question I have, um, more about the universities. And you studied in Salamanca, right? Um, that is uh, a, a very... Relevant place to study in Spain, um, but do you think that maybe the universities sh- uh, should be more open to to maybe i don't know study more transversal degrees or uh, mm. maybe for example, if you were able at that moment to study more about uh, how to manage a company, for example, uh, would that maybe be useful now?
1: Of course, like uh, I think that's uh, that's a big problem at the moment in in education. And, uh, and yeah, uh, you know, when you are 18, you don't, sometimes, sometimes yes, but uh, sometimes no, you, you don't really know uh, what you want to do, you know, like you don't really know uh, what you want to study. Sometimes you choose something because your family tells you or because uh, it's like, a, I don't know, the best, the, the easiest way to, to study something, but, uh, but it's, not, it's not something that you really believe. And it would be good to have like more transversal, transversal uh, way to to move, uh, and always trying to find something that uh, that is interesting for you and you are good at, you know.
0: Yeah, yes, actually, um, well, we just talked a little bit before. You are now in the United States, and talking about universities, Sometimes I think that it could it would have been really useful. Uh, even for me, or maybe for you, and maybe for many of people of the audience, uh, mm-hmm. that the degrees could be more a little bit like the universities uh, in the United States, that where you can study physics, but then in a physics degree you study maybe I don't know art, something in art, because maybe there are some connections that uh, exactly, yeah,
1: and exa- exactly, and for example, in my case, uh, when I was uh, studying chemistry. Like I didn't, I, I never thought about uh, business, about any of that. Like I, I actually, I think I'm so good at, bit, at business, for example, but uh, it was not in my mind at all. And would have been great to know that uh, is what I want to do. So I, I maybe I would choose another degree, or who knows? But uh, definitely, definitely, it's just, you are super young. Sometimes you don't really know what to what you want to do, and. Uh, and it's a problem of the education at the moment, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And what about the, um, also if, if we think, uh, in the, I mean, the company world and the, the entrepreneurship, uh, for example, in Spain and in Europe or United States, uh, I mean, you can talk where you can focus wherever you want, but, uh, What's your opinion about that? Like, do you think the university is maybe also maybe not connected to this world at all? Or maybe a little bit? Or maybe, I mean, what are your thoughts about that?
1: You know, uh, I think it's connected at some point. Of course, because if if you don't have a degree, many times it's difficult to to get a job. But uh, for example, in my department, which is sales, we don't really care that much of uh, how many masters you have how many degrees you have or any of that uh, in sales it's, it's a department that you need to to show your results you need to have uh, other 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 um, other qualities that we cannot uh, really study so so it's not it's not that connected um, obviously if you have a degree and you have uh, from education, obviously, is very needed, but um, it, it's not it's not the, the main thing you have to show in in a in a sales department, for example. Mm-hmm.
0: What are for you the main uh, skills to have for for being part of the sales department?
1: Mm. I think the main one is actually uh, hard work. You know, uh, to work when you work hard, that overcomes any of all the factors. And uh, if, you took, if you take the right decisions and, uh, and procedures, uh, anything can be done, you know, like uh, you can get anything that you want if you, if you work hard. And me, I'm the proof of that. Uh, as, as I was saying at the beginning, I didn't know that I was good at selling, at, at, at business, but uh, I realized with time and with working hard, you know, uh, since the beginning I started uh, pushing so hard So I get my opportunities and uh, I start growing, growing, growing. And without a stop, uh, you can get huge results, you know.
0: Yeah. And also, um, I don't know if it was your case, but it it would have been also for me, like uh, sales in general and selling um, usually something that um, is connected to many. Uh, bad thoughts that are of course maybe fake but mm-hmm. in general uh, maybe if, if you study for example chemistry or a science uh, domain uh, you are not really um in in like inside the 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 sales thing and you don't and uh, you think that that's something for others that is maybe uh, for others that want to to take money from others or even like i mean non- non-ethical things maybe yeah yeah
1: no, but actually, it's, it's really different. At least in my case, uh, selling vision is uh, artificial intelligence. So we need to to really explain to the people it's something very new for them. But uh, I always say when I speak to clients or, or to, uh, to to actual customers that we have, uh, I always say that uh, look, uh, this is something that might help you. If you think it's not gonna help you, uh, I, I don't have the need to press. Uh, to press you a lot, I, I'm not coming here for your money. Isn't that something that is going to help you to, to stop theft And if you don't want, uh, of course, uh, it's, it's not a problem. I'm just here to giving you like uh, the statistics and the opinion of why you might need this. But if you think it's not for you, uh, it's okay. And uh, and that's always the goal, you know, like trying to to do uh, clean sales, as, as we call it in our department. It's uh, like not pressing too much to the customer. We are not here to to steal the customers. We want good customers as well because uh, here in Vision, we we sell a subscription, you know? It's artificial intelligence, but it's a subscription. So uh, we don't want someone that is going to be a bad customer. You know, we want good customers that is going to be references uh, to get more business. And and that's the goal, you know, to to increase the business, the best is to to have happy customers. And that's why we try to get... Hmm.
0: Yes, and you mentioned now that, I mean, your company, Vision, um, can you maybe explain to the audience now, um, I mean, what's Vision and maybe uh, the main applications of it?
1: Yes, yes. So I I can explain uh, in a a very simple way. So Vision uh, is a company that is going to detect thefts in the stores in real time. So how how we do this, Uh, first, it's a server of this size that we connect directly to the internet, router of the store. It goes to the DVR, it goes to the camera. So you don't need to change the cameras. You don't need to do any new implementation. You don't need to change anything. And what we do is we uh, analyze in real time, the gestures that people are doing in the store. We detect when someone is doing a suspicious gesture and we send an alert in real time. So you can see the video and you can stop this person before he leaves the store. Uh, that's always the goal to stop the, the people before they leave the store. So it's it's like a software, it's a hardware as well. It's a whole system that's gonna help you a lot on the on on the on the loss prevention.
0: And maybe ca- can you maybe explain it um, with an example? Like for example. Um... Uh, what if a person in a supermarket or in a shop specifically, uh, for example, takes a can of whatever and takes it to, the, to a bag, for example? How does it work, more or less?
1: Yeah, so I, I can explain to you as well. Like, for, first of all, it's, it's important to explain which kind of things we detect. Okay? First one, when someone takes an item from the store and they put it inside the pocket, inside the trousers, inside the jacket, all of this. Every time you do that, you will receive an alert in an application on your phone. Okay, or for example, when someone is eating or drinking in the store, when someone is, uh, they put an item inside the baby stroller, for example, or when they use the bag or when they uh, put the, the product in a, in, a, in a backpack or something like this, you receive an alert. So for example, imagine someone is in the store, they take an item, they put it in the pocket, boom, you at the moment, you receive an alert on your phone, you can check this alert, you can see how it's is still in, and you can go directly. To stop this person before he leaves the store that's always the goal
0: it sounds really interesting um but how quickly it is because i mean i I am used to work with data uh, in (laughs) my daily life and i know that uh, real time (laughs) is sometimes not real time Difficult. difficult yes so and i mean real time could be like quickly enough how quickly it is
1: yeah normally it's quickly enough so the latency normally is between 15, 35 seconds, more or less. So in a normal story you always have time to stop this person before he leaves. Uh, so it's, uh, it depends as well on the quality of your internet. But normally, it's, is that on average, I would say it's 20 seconds. So in 20 seconds, since that person takes the item inside the pocket until you receive the alert, uh, it's time enough to, to stop this person.
0: Yes, it's more than enough because I, I was thinking that maybe five minutes would be enough, so <laughs> less than half no, a second. No, sec, no, in, in five
1: minutes, normally the, the person uh, is already at home.
0: <laughs> really? It, it is yeah, is yeah, it yeah, so yeah. quickly? Okay.
1: It, depending on the store, you know, if it's a very big store, even five minutes can be good, but the time is very, very important. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's it's a very important. Uh, it's key, you know, like... Uh, as soon as you receive the alert, you have to see the phone, you have to see the alert and to stop this person. You have to be on alert to, to receive this message and to, to stop the, the, the thief, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And is it like um, something that when you, for example, talk to... You are selling it, so when you talk to the managers of the shops, of the main you know, supermarkets or whatever, uh, do you think that this is something that is um, valuable enough for them?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, normally I speak directly with the store owners uh, or with the security department or something like this and they love it. They actually love it since the beginning. It's something that since normally they before the meeting I have with them they don't even know about this system. So it's something that I really introduced from the beginning and, uh, and yeah they love it. Uh, then as well uh, they need to try it. Uh, they always want to try, they always want to see how it works. So normally something that I do is like, okay, let's go to this store that they have the system already. Uh, let's do like some simulation theft. So we steal and let's see if they catch us. And uh, and it happens all the time. But yeah, from the beginning, they love it. You know, the main problem I I will say, uh, the main difficulty I will say when I'm selling, it's uh, sometimes they don't know how much they lose. You know, like... Uh, They don't really count. They don't do like an inventory per month or per year at all. So they don't know how much they lose. So it's sometimes explaining them that they are losing money that they don't realize that people are stealing. Because always people are stealing the stores. So sometimes explaining that is is, a little bit hard. Just playing there like, hey, normally on average 1% of the total facturation, it goes to thefts. Uh, and so they say like, no, this is not my case. It's not in my store. And I know it is I, sometimes what they say is like, OK, so now if I go to a steal, do you think someone is going to catch me? Do you think someone is going to stop me? And they say, mm, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> don't do it. Probably not. Yeah, probably probably you can steal. And it's something that, uh, that they need to know, like people steal every day. And uh, this system helps you a lot.
0: Yeah, it's true that it feels so complicated to see, to sell something that uh don't have the, the real data because you cannot track until you arrive there. You cannot track exactly. uh, how big the problem is. Um, you mentioned some numbers, but I want also to know some other numbers about your system itself, about... Um, I don't know if you can uh, tell us more uh, information about, for example, the AI models you use for recognizing the the data, the the images. uh, How good they are.
1: Yeah, so um, one important explanation. Many people ask me, like, uh, uh, so how many of the alerts are fake or false? Like, important thing is, like, any of the alerts we send are fake, okay? What we send are not theft alert what we send is suspicious behavior, suspicious gesture. Like, for example, imagine one woman is in the store. She takes a the other and she puts the deodorant inside the bag. Then she goes to the cashier and she pays for the product in the checkout. So you might think, like, that's a fake alert. That's false alert. It's not. It's a, it's, a, it's a gesture that you wanted to know since the beginning, you know. It's something that you need to reduce. Uh, after she paid for the product, yes, it's not a theft, but it's a suspicious gesture that is important. And as well, we we, we always uh, we are committed to reduce on a sixty percent the the total lose that they have in the store. Normally, it's the one percent. So you can do your calculations. On average, it's one percent. They reduce on sixty percent. So it's always worth it. And uh, and yeah, that's more or less the numbers. The numbers uh, we managed to to stop. Normally, like I can tell you, like depending on the city, depending on the. On the state here in us or the, in spain depending on the on the area it can be more or less but normally uh, i would say like on average we stop between five to ten sets per week in the stores
0: it's a big number and and depending on the store depending on the items themselves it's a lot it could be a lot of money yes, yes,
1: yes. yeah and that's something that i also need to explain like you know they're saying like oh uh, yeah, this guy st- stole from me, but he stole like, uh, three, four euros, three, four dollars. It's not important. But like, you know how important it is to stop this guy. If you don't stop this guy, you know, this guy is going to come back, right? You agree with that with me? Like, if this guy, you don't manage to stop him, he's going to come back probably tomorrow, next week. He's going to come back, come back, come back, come back. And the problem is not, it's not three euros. I agree with you. It's, it's not the problem. The problem is like, there's three, 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 three. And at the end of the year, it's thousands of, of dollars or thousands of euros that you are losing because of and that. And that's why you have a 1%. You know, 1% is a lot of money and uh, you don't realize until until you really count, you know? For example, there are many stores, smaller stores that we put a system and uh, in the first week they realize, like they had customers that were buying from the store for 15 years and then they catch them stealing, you know? So you catch stealing this guy that was your customer for 15 years. So imagine how much money you lose just from this guy, you know, like uh, he was buying, he was doing the daily uh, or the weekly, the weekly. Uh, yeah. It, it's, inc- it's incredible. <laughs> so it's incredible. And sometimes it's hard to explain to for them to, to realize uh, that, they, that, that they have.
0: Um, do you make yourself maybe an, or even the, the, the supermarkets or shops um, ethical concerns about that? Because... Um, I think it could be many maybe I mean it could be different on the kind of shop and the kind of item people steal, of course. Uh, but for me it it maybe it could be it, it could be something that I I I would think a lot about. Like uh should I stop a person that maybe steal uh the I mean something for eating because maybe that's the only way this person could eat. I can imagine that that's very, a very tiny amount of people. But <laughs> even though, um, do, you, do you have ethical concerns about that?
1: Yeah, you know, you know, like, in my opinion, I think nobody steals just to eat, you know? Like, uh, you have places in Spain and in, in, in these kind of countries, uh, you have places to eat for free that you don't need to pay. Or even if the other owners I speak with, they tell me, like, if someone comes to me, like, saying, hey, I don't have money, i cannot buy any food the owners are willing to pay them uh, to, to give them food to give them uh, some food but uh, but you know stealing is different it's, it's a crime and and we have to stop it if you want to do it something you can ask for it and i can tell you like all the owners are going to say yes take this take this take this they have things that they probably they are not going to sell they are going to throw away so you can ask that but uh, it's, that's, that's my opinion I think uh, the still is a crime and, and we should stop all, all the things yeah
0: hmm. yes I get your point and I think yeah it could be the case that it's more the, 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 the crime of course and also that it's also a lack of confidence I mean of trust if you maybe ask for that it's a completely a different point than directly stealing yes I understand it um let's move a little bit um because I, I will also I I want also to know more about your experience as regional director of Vision. um if you could maybe share any talents that you have had recently or that you are going to have soon um yeah can you share with us this
1: yeah there have been many many challenges uh since since I had to to build a team from scratch from the beginning so uh, as well it's important to adapt all the systems and all the procedures we have inside the company to the spanish and latin culture which uh, as we all know it's, it's from from europe it's, it's very it's very different sometimes uh yeah and also like uh, i don't know sometimes to to, to explain the ea the ei uh to explain the technology uh, you have to deal with many things you have to deal uh, for example in Latin america you have to deal with the financial gap it's a huge difference uh, the financial gap is huge uh, in between spain and, and Latin america for example and uh, but it's part of my job to deal with all of this and uh, i i'm enjoying i'm enjoying uh, what i'm doing so so it's been it's been good but yeah it, i had many challenges uh, with this uh, in this position
0: I can imagine and and also to make audience to make for the audience to make more context uh vision is a French company right like is <laughs> is quite recent it's not it's not an startup because it it has I mean it's not so so recent but it's quite recent right
1: yeah like the company started in 2018 uh we started developing uh France first is our main country right now as well uh, like almost every store in France have the system already, and then the second one I will be, I will say it's Spain. Uh, we have around eight uh, five hundred stores in Spain already equipped supermarkets, uh, cosmetics, uh, electronics, all of that, and uh, and yeah, we started in France. It's a French company. The headquarters are in Paris, uh, but then we started uh, Spain, Italy, uh, Portugal, uh, Netherlands. The first of the countries and is 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 like a moving moving very fast actually, and the last step we we are we are doing at the moment is US is is the next challenge. We are in the United States. We are have already like 100 stores equipped in US, and and it's going is going very good. Uh, there is a, as well a huge financial gap between Europe and US, but. Uh, you know every 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 company wants to go to us every company wants to sell in us is is the main market where you want to develop your product uh and yeah it's moving like that at the moment
0: and i i really need to ask you something um do people in spain uh, still more for example than in other countries or
1: yeah <laughs> not really it really depends on the area it really depends on the type of the store the type of store uh, not really. I will say I will say the countries with more thefts is in Latin America, uh, but as well, it costs less. Less, sorry. So, not really. There are thefts everywhere, and uh, Spain is there's there are many thefts in Spain actually. That is like a not way more than other countries, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, now I have. I mean, when I when. I was thinking about this program. Um, one of the main questions that I had and probably one of the main questions that you you have been asked for, for about the, the, the product itself is about data privacy. Uh, as you are thinking, you, you said really quickly that it is connected to the cameras that exist already in maybe most of the shops already. Um, but how are you guaranteeing uh, that the the data, the, the, the private data of people in their faces and so on, is, is there, is, is private and is um, complained with all the data regulation, for example, in Europe.
1: That's that's a very good question. And, and yeah, I've been asking these kind of questions every day. Uh, at the beginning, we were just working with independent stores and they don't care much about this. But when you work with big corporations, like for example, now we are going to do a pilot with Walmart, we are going to do a pilot with big big companies in Spain as well. So uh, we need to explain many things. (laughs) You know, there are many departments that we need to pass. So uh, we need to to explain all this. So the main thing uh, to understand that the vision is not doing facial recognition. Okay, that's something very important. So we analyze the gestures of the people in the store, you know, we don't we don't we don't identify these people from the face. We don't do um, any any body recognition, okay. We don't do any biometric recognition. So uh, we don't really we don't really know if it's uh, someone tall, if it's small, if it's old, the race, whatever. We we don't really identify that. What we do is gestures, okay. That's something very important. Like imagine someone goes to the store, they steal, okay. We send the alert. But if this person come back again to this same store the next day, we are not going to send an alert, but if he steals, we will send a new alert why because we are analyzing the gestures not we are not identifying the people okay that's that's something uh, very very important to explain and uh, to pass all this uh, all these uh, data privacy is, is very important and as well we don't save any videos you know like uh, so how we how how we You maybe your question is like how you increase the algorithm if you don't save videos, okay? So what we save is a numerical representation of the video, okay? And we add that to the algorithm, so it's growing all the time and it's increasing the quality. It's called deep learning, so it's increasing all the time. More stores we have, better is the algorithm. So uh, the theft, we save the numerical representation, That can cannot go back to the video again, so we save that to in the algorithm into the algorithm, and it's improving. It's improving like this, and at the moment we have three thousand stores, so the algorithm has a very very good quality and stopping the thefts everywhere.
0: That's a very wise uh, way of doing because you anonymize uh, somehow uh, the people because that's not important relevant. What is important (laughs) is how they move, how they take the items, how they behave Exactly. exactly. And also. I think it's also really wise because uh you keep the only the relevant information and also for the for the model creation i think it's even better because uh it it cannot be biased for maybe the race or i mean the age of the person uh it's completely uh taking directly the representation of the movements yes it's really 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 interesting
1: and as well as 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 we analyze the gestures we analyze as well the behaviors as you are saying like for example imagine someone is in the store and they are looking at the cameras all the time, that's suspicious. That's what we call in Spain meru, mer, menude, merudeo, no?
0: Merudeo. Merudeo, yes.
1: Merodeo. yes. <laughs> so when someone is looking at the cameras all the time, that's suspicious. We don't send an alert because someone is looking at the cameras, okay? But the system is going to focus more on this person, you know? Or like, for example, when someone is in the store and they take items like very fast, like imagine boom, 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 boom. Nobody's buying this fast, you know? So that's as well as suspicious behavior, like Why? This guy is taking the items this fast. Maybe it's a stealing. So the system is like uh, focusing more on this person, or on the gestures of this person, thanks to their behavior.
0: Yeah. You know, sometimes, uh, I don't know why, but in, in for example, in, in Spain, in in small shops, it, it is like that, like um, people follow you. And, and, you know, I feel really like stressful <laughs> uh, because there is a person looking at me all the time and so on. So I'm thinking... Uh, am i am i acting correctly and maybe i'm not uh because i'm just nervous and maybe that's the case for anyone how can you i mean mm, you said at the beginning that you 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 have suspicious alerts Mm -hmm. but i think it's really bad if you for example send a, a suspicious alert to to the cell phone of the of the person working there and this person depending on the way this person uh, behaves with uh, customers, it could be really unpolite. How can you handle this? Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Uh, So the good thing is like the alerts we are sending, like is showing the video of this person stealing or doing this suspicious gesture. So the first thing you need to, to do, like when you receive an alert, is to check the video. So you check the video, you see how this person what this person is doing, you know, and you go with this video. So it's not, it's not, a. the, the, the idea is not to create conflict is to avoid this conflict. So you can speak with this person, but instead of telling like, Hey, what you have in your bag? Uh, open your bag right now. You go with the video and you do like, Hey, I, I've seen, I had this video where you are putting something inside your bag, please like just pay for this. Uh, you don't need to do that. Oh, if you, you're buying you're buying on your back. Like, don't buy on your back. You have like or cards or you have other things to buy. Don't use your back because we might think you are stealing, you know? So uh, you go with the video and you show the video. So that's, that's very positive. At the moment, mm-hmm. what they are doing, they, are, they have to follow you every, every, every time in the store. Why? Because they have cameras, but nobody looks at the cameras. Every store, every, uh, in every part of the world, they have cameras in the store. And nobody's looking at the cameras so mm. they have like a expensive equipment in the store that they don't use at all like there are nobody looking at the screen checking the cameras all the time so system that monitor the cameras for you it's super super useful
0: yes and you're gonna do, buy do, it
1: eh?
0: <laughs> yes for <from> my home <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Actually, I mean, for my home, if you if you do something for the birds, because there's like a lot of birds coming to the terrace and <laughs> if you could detect them and send me an alert, that would be really, really great.
1: That's, that's the future. That's the next one.
0: That's the future. Uh, but uh, coming back to, to the point, uh, you said something that it's really also good that uh, like an advice for me, because I'm one of these guys that takes uh a bag uh, like a, a rucksack or something like a normal bag um and i take all the items there and, and now i c- i know that if uh, there is your system maybe i, I will be um, once told by by someone in the shop that maybe i'm a thief so now i will take the the, the standard <laughs> things to carry all the items and so on yeah it's it's relevant that okay uh, one more question um maybe i mean it's something that it's not already done it's not public uh, it's not finished uh, but you know that uh, in europe in the european union uh, there is like a lot of debates now at the end of the of the year um, about the ai regulation so the ai act um, most of the things you are doing are based on artificial intelligence and also most of your uh, Customers are in, in Europe as well as you as you said you're in France in Spain. Um, do you think that the the, the vision, your company, and the product is compliant with uh, this regulation?
1: Yes, of course. Like at the moment, we com- we we complying with all the rules, with all the regulations. That's why we are working with big companies. You know, big companies uh, before I start working with you, they do like a whole check of the company, like cybersecurity wise. Um, like uh, data protection wise all all of that they check everything and if you don't comply with all of that they don't start working with you because they don't want to get in trouble so at the moment yeah i can tell you like uh, i can guarantee you like we pass all the rules and uh, we can that's why we can work if not it's it's impossible right now
0: yes i i agree and i mean it's I don't know. By the time it it is going to be public, this episode because maybe it is going to be already approved. Uh, now it's not, so we cannot even know. So yeah, it's complicated. But at the same time, I think uh, they are they are not going to public, and then the next day everything should be directly like it is mandatory. So maybe there is like a, a time to adapt everything in case uh, you. Do. I
1: guess so. Yeah, we we will see. Like mm. uh, we have ways to 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 pass it. So. I think it's going to be fine. We're not
0: worried about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, one question that I usually ask people at the end of the interview, because we are more or less ending, um, is if you could gis- give a piece of advice to someone that maybe uh, is interested on in following your steps, following a career in AI, mm-hmm. but in maybe in a similar position than yours, because uh, that's, that's also quite specific, right? That you are selling AI, uh, working directly with customers, uh, in the, like in a director position as well. So what advice could you give to a person there?
1: Well, I think, um, as, as I say earlier, like uh, you have to be sure that uh, what you are getting into, like and be ready and willing to work hard, you know, as well as, as uh, think smart and ask for advice from the right people uh, when you really need it. Uh, it's also it's also very important. Or other than that, uh, it's it's not, like there is not much to say. Like I don't think I'm not uh, I think I'm not Elon Musk or something like this to to give many advices. But uh, it's just that yeah, like find something that you like, and you are good at, and go for it with everything. I think that's the best advice I could give.
0: Good advice. I I like that part. <laughs> like find something you like and go for it. Yes and. And that's true. And being and good
1: at is important. Like you need to be good. Because if you like it and you're not good at, you're going to have problems. But if you like it and you're really good at, go for it uh, and you will have great results.
0: Hmm, that's true. But I don't agree. I don't agree. If you like it, no? at the end of the day, uh, you work a lot on that. Or you, you take a lot of time on, on improving yourself. So at the end of the day, even if you're not good at the beginning, you could develop also yourself and be better so no, that's true maybe you need to be good at the end of the day but uh or good enough but still uh, even if you think that i don't know ai for example it could be very mm-hmm. complex um yes it could be, but to start yeah mm, i mean you just need to start little by little there's like a lot of uh, things everywhere so little by little and maybe one day you are good enough to, to to try something, to develop something, and yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. But I think you also agree, right now? now no, this. no,
1: I totally agree with you, yeah.
0: Okay, great. So we're finishing. Um, Pablo, I don't know if you want to say a couple of words more about your company, and, I don't know, whatever.
1: Mm, not, not really, Like uh, I think I, I explain more or less everything.
0: Yeah, that's good because it feels like uh, you, you you explain a lot of things, a lot of valuable and and I think rich uh, points uh, for the audience. So thank you very much. Just two questions to finish. I make them together so you can answer them quickly, or I mean take your time. But the first one is uh, how can the audience contact you if you if they want maybe to know more about you, about the the company, about the product, or whatever. Uh, and also another relevant question that I ask at the end is how do you like coffee? Because uh, this is the AI Coffee podcast and, and yeah, it's a good question also to finish.
1: Okay. So how to contact me? I think the best way is, is LinkedIn. Uh, I'm Pablo Blanco and you can find me in LinkedIn. You can uh, search for Vision. It's like this. <laughs> you can search for Vision and you can search Pablo Blanco and drop me a message and I check that on a daily basis, so, so I, will be, I will be keen to answer. And uh, my, my favorite coffee, uh, I don't know if I will say that, but uh, I'm not really into coffee. Like, uh, usually I don't drink coffee uh, on a daily basis uh, unless I really need to boost myself. And even so, I think I would prefer to, to choose an energetic drink. I think it's too sour f- uh, for my taste. Uh, but however uh, i think it counts like a type of coffee i really enjoy having a espresso martini every now and again yeah
0: <laughs> okay okay you know you are the first person saying in this podcast that you don't like coffee but um, i don't know if the, the rest I, I
1: say espresso martini is fine okay
0: yeah it could be so... like yeah for for <laughs> late nights right yeah yeah but <laughs> but yeah okay I take it. I take it. And that's <laughs> no one said that before. So yeah, good to know. Okay. So Pablo, it was a pleasure having you here. I think I have learned a lot of things, what to do and not to do now in a supermarket. Uh, and I think also for the audience, I think they are going to be happy listening that there's like things in visual recognition and how, I mean, everything is done. So I think it's re- it was really interesting. Yeah. How do you feel?
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you so much for having me here. Uh, for me, it was a really uh, like a pleasure as well. Uh, and if someone has any doubt, any question about the system, about the company, about me, just don't hesitate. Go to my LinkedIn and then drop me that question, uh, and I will be happy to, to answer everyone. Thank you, thank you for your time, Alejandro, and uh, I will keep uh, seeing this podcast uh, grow.
0: <laughs> thank you, and. Thank you also, to you that you are listening, watching this episode, for being one more episode here. If you like it, please subscribe to the podcast, to the AI Coffee newsletter, and see you soon. Bye bye.